I am very excited about today's episode. We're going to be wrapping up the nine golden values to live by. And today we're going to discuss what you get when you are walking in harmony with God and specifically the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, and peace and self faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So what does God plus self equal? This is going to be extra good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. I am Joe Sellers, your host, and thank you so much for tuning into this uh, podcast. In particular, to this episode, as I said in the intro, I am very excited about today. Uh, today's topic is one that is is very near and dear to me, and I am I'm looking very much forward to sharing this with you. Uh, just to kind of recap what we've done over these last few weeks, and uh, especially for those who maybe have just tuned in and this is your first podcast episode, we've basically been going over uh, what I call the nine golden values to live by. So once again, as a short recap, values are those things that serve as a guiding light for us. They they are the filter that we put decisions through. They are the things that that lead us through life, through challenges and decisions and good things and bad things. Basically, as as many of you may already know, you know, values are something you may see posted inside a business even, or if you've done any kind of self improvement uh, work, be it re- reading a book or doing a seminar or a class. Sometimes you'll be given like a list of a hundred things to say, okay, out of these hundred things, pick what are your values that you you live by. And, and this is, is, this isn't just theory. This is how you, you look back at your life and you say, okay, what has been my guiding light? What are, what are the kind of the things that do guide my decisions? And so you pick those values and lots of times you'll pick maybe 10 and then you'll narrow them down to the top three. And as I've said before, once again, for all you, you new guys, um, I was walking one day and I thought, you know, wow, the fruit of the spirit are really some great values to live by. And then as I walked a little further, I thought, well, you know, you can actually take those nine and break them down into three different areas of three. And then I thought, here we go. Another three by three by three uh, framework. And so that's kind of how this came about. And so, as I said, it's based on the fruit of the Spirit, which is Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And I thought, okay, mind blown. That's amazing. I mean, think about it. If now, each of us, you know, our values can be totally different from person to person, and, and they do. They, they need to be your individual values. You know, there's not like one set of values fits all and not one size fits all. But if you think about it, if you are living with the values of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in your life, let's face it, guys, you're going to have a pretty pretty awesome life. I mean, that's those are great values to live by. And then, like I said, I, I realize those could be broken down in three different areas. So if you think about your relationship with God, well, love, joy, and peace are three that really apply to you and God. When you look at your relationship towards others, 
patience, kindness, and goodness are three of those that really fit with your relationship between you and others. And then when you look at yourself, the way that you govern yourself, the way, you know, self-discipline, then you see faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are three areas that you really have to work on inside yourself, no matter who's around you or what's going around you. And so that's how this, this came about. And, and of course, when I say God, others, and self, this brings me to kind of, kind of my life first, if you would, and that's Matthew 22, 37 through 40. And this is when the lawyer asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So I thought, you know, the great commandment, you know, this totally fits with that, God, others, and self. And so that's how this this came about. So so there's there's the, the introduction. It was a longer introduction, longer summary. But like I said, we are wrapping it up today, so I feel like it's it's kind of a, a good idea, a good thing if we look at you know where we've been through this through this series. I do encourage you if this is a, the first one you've you've listened to, uh, or if you've only started recently, I do encourage you to go back and listen through this whole series. Uh, I, I really feel like it's something that God really did lay on my heart. You know, once again, you have to make this yours, and and that's that's true. You know, you're hearing my words right now as I feel like God's speaking to me, and you're listening to me. Well, this is—it's the same thing. If you open up the Bible yourself and read it yourself, you really have to to make it real to you, and you can't just say, "Well, Joe said." You know, just like you know, when you get to heaven, you can't walk up to the pearly gates and say, "Well, my mom and dad said," or "My pastor said." It, this is personal. This is about you. This is this is how you believe, how you feel, and it needs to come from you. So, I encourage you with that. But as I said in the intro, today we're going to wrap it up with that that third corner, the bottom right corner of the triangle, if you would. I do encourage you to look in the show notes if you want to download the diagram so you can kind of see this this framework. And so when you look at that corner and you see where God and self intersect in the bottom right corner, then you have what I, what I said is strength. And so this is what I believe when you're walking in, in good relationship with the Lord, when you are also you know looking at the man in the mirror, the guy that you shave with every morning when you look in the mirror and you are walking in faithfulness, gentleness, and, and self-control, you're, you're walking according to the word of God. When you bring those together, what you really find is, is strength. And while it's not works that save us, it's it's only by grace that we're saved. At the same time, just a natural, if you would, even law of the universe, if we walk in, in goodness, if we walk in in not sinning, we walk in being faithful to God, then, then there's there's just a, it's a good relationship we stay in good relationship with the lord so it's not okay if i do good i get good things if i do bad i get punished it's not just a reward system but it really is it's just natural if you're doing well then then life can can be well things can be well but as we're going to find out in a little while just because you're doing good doesn't mean life is good so <laughs> so i will say that but there are some verses i want to share that talk about um, how God plus self equals strength when when we put those two together. And so uh, one of the first ones and, and foremost, this has been kind of a guiding light at, at times in my life, um, more than you could ever realize. And that is Nehemiah 8.10. And in Nehemiah, they just kind of set the, the scene for this verse to put it in context. They had just finished rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. Nehemiah brought all the people together 
kind of at the end of this kind of a celebration, if you would. And what he did was he read the word of God to them. And right after he finished reading the word of God, this is the verse that he, that he, or this is what he says to them. And, and once again, this is Nehemiah 8.10. And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before the Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength, which is interesting because one of the three values that we put with God there was, was joy, of love, joy, peace. And so the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so, as I said before, there are times in my life where I have been at my weakest point, where I've been, where I felt like I couldn't even go on. And this verse helped me. This verse gave me strength for the joy of the Lord is my strength. So when I put my joy in the Lord, not in myself, not in what I can do, not in what I have or, or thankfulness for what, what, you know, for having plenty or whatever, Really, the my joy lies in God. My joy lies in the Lord, and you know, think about the verse in Psalms that talks about the the uh, the joy of my salvation. So, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and so that that is so powerful. And that right there can be a key verse. I hope it's something that that you know Nehemiah eighteen. It's something you write down that maybe the next time you really are faced with a point of weakness, a point of time in life when you feel like nothing's going right. You can hold on to the fact that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then probably one of my, my all-time favorites, I mean, I've seen, um, you know, there's t-shirts with this, there's posters with this. This this next passage is such a, a powerful, uh, I hate to use the word popular, but really is it, it's a popular verse about about strength. And, and that is Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. And it says, he gives power to the weak. And strength to the powerless. Even youths will grow weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Man, that that's like a that's like an energy drink on steroids. I mean, that is so powerful. And guys, I hope one thing you're getting from this is that. A lot of these, especially these past podcasts where I've been sharing about the, the, the fruit of the Spirit and the nine golden values to live by, you know, I've tried to really infuse a lot of, of, of Scripture into it because, guys, listen, as you're going through life, there is nothing more powerful that you can have in your life than the Word of God. Scripture is so powerful. And if you think about it, when you look at, at the book of John in the first chapter, it talks about, basically, to paraphrase and to sum it up, Jesus is the Word. Jesus is the word of God. So as I read the word of God daily in my life, you know, I encourage you morning and evening, even if you, if you, you know, carve out the time, make the time to read in, in scripture, I encourage you at least to start your day with it. And I think it's awesome when you can start and end your day with it. But, but when you really dig into scripture, this is where you find strength. This is where you're going to find guidance for your life. This is where you're going to find life because let's face it. When you're reading the word, when you're taking in the word into your through your eyes, and if I encourage you at times to even read it out loud, so not only are you taking in with your eyes, but you're speaking it out through your mouth, and then you're taking it right back in with your ears as you speak it yourself. and And if you think about it, as you as you read the word of God, it's resonating in your chest, even as as you're saying the words. There's power in that, guys. And so I encourage you, you know, 
I know as, as a kid growing up, I remember the little, you know, read your Bible and pray every day and you'll grow, 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 the little children's Sunday school song that we used to sing. And and it may seem childish at times to even, if you think about that song, but guys, guys, listen, it is so true that, that if we read the Bible every day, if we pray and have that connection to God and that relationship with God, then we are going to grow and we are going to find the strength, like especially what I just read from Isaiah. One of my favorite verses, you know, I mean, okay, who, who doesn't love eagles? But anyway, um, but it's just such a powerful passage and powerful thought to think about. When I when I read scripture, that's where I want to find strength. And and it's so true. And and another version of this is is the Passion Translation. And it's, it's kind of interesting when you read this. It says, he empowers the feeble and infuses the powerless with increasing strength. Even young people faint and get exhausted. Athletic ones may stumble and fall. But those who wait for Yahweh's grace will experience divine strength. They'll rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run the race without growing weary, and walk through life without giving up. And guys, listen, I'm just going to be real honest with you. There are times in my life where I felt like giving up. There are times in my life where I just don't know how people who've gone through some of the things I've gone through, I don't know how they do it if they don't have the Lord. I don't know how they live. I don't know how they make it because I will tell you, I can remember, I can go back to specific times in my life. You know, one time where I was, you know, eating carpet, as I say, I was laying in my living room floor, bawling my eyes out, feeling like life was just, it it was, it was over. Like I was such at the end of my rope and, and I know God was there for me. God pulled me through that. And that's actually, I can remember a few times of that actually more, more, not just one. And then, of course, other times in my life where, where I went through prolonged things, where I went through, it wasn't just a day or a few days, but we're talking years of, of struggle in, in certain things. And, and God was there for me. I mean, when, if you read who is this, or if you listen to my very first podcast where I kind of introduced myself, you know, I'm not shy about sharing and just being honest with you about how you know, I lost my first wife of almost 25 years to cancer after she fought it for three years. So those were the absolute darkest nights of my soul. And yet, the I feel like at times the only thing that kept me from absolutely losing my mind was the fact that I knew God was there for me. And that I could call on his name, that I could get into his word, that I could find rest in him. And, and guys, listen. I encourage you right now, first and foremost, if you've not made a decision to follow Christ, there is no greater decision in your whole life. And I'm telling you that, you know, even if you live, I'm not even sure what the average lifespan is right now. I know 80s is great. And, and my plan is to live to 120 with a, with a wife of my second youth, which is the, the other part of that story. And uh, so I encourage you. Make that decision to follow Christ today. You know, ask Him into your life. Ask Him to forgive your sins, and that is going to be a turning point for you, like none other that you can ever make. The biggest decision you'll ever make in your life. But I'm telling you that that when you follow Him, when you press into Him, that no matter what you go through, that that He'll He'll be there for you. And so, and there's a couple more passages I wanna uh, I wanna share with you. And, and that is uh, another one that is just amazing in this area is 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. And this is a little background here. This is when Paul was, he, he had asked the Lord three times to remove the thorn in the flesh. And there's all kinds of theories behind what the thorn in the flesh was. 
and you know people have guessed and, and theologians have talked about what they believe it is but let, let either no matter what it was just know that it was something that was a thorn in the flesh so it wasn't nice it wasn't pleasant it was something that he kept asking God to remove and this is the passage that comes right after that it says each each time he said so each time he'd asked the Lord to remove the, the thorn in his flesh each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And you know, that's that's what we see lots of times with with God. You know, one plus one doesn't seem to always equal two because it doesn't make sense. It's like, like in the middle of hardship of in the middle of weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles in the middle of all that weakness that's when he can find strength that's when he can actually be strong and so i just find out that that's that's so true in my own life that when i press into god then i will find strength that i can go through anything and i want to wrap it up with this this final passage it's I feel like that that the verses I'm sharing with you today these are like my 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 top list of verses that that I have really leaned into in my life and so I guess that's one reason why I was so excited about today's podcast because I feel like this this one is very personal to me because um, God has been there so much for me and given me strength when I shouldn't have had strength when it didn't make sense to have strength but He's brought me through those things. But the final passage I want to share is Philippians four eleven through 13. And it says, Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content in whatever I have. I know how to live, in almost with, uh, know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And then also the the Passion Translation uh, version of that is, I'm not telling you this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. I know what it is, what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty man and that's you know verse 13 is one that we've probably heard so many times in our life i know i've heard it so many times growing up and even now for i can do everything through christ who gives me strength guys that's it that really is kind of kind of the ribbon on top of this whole series is that i can do everything through christ who gives me strength let's face it you know this is the exceptional husband podcast this is the podcast that 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 the heart of this is to to help you to become that exceptional man, husband, and father. And so, obviously, as we go through life, life isn't all rainbows and unicorns. It's not all perfect. It's not all easy, easy peasy. It's not just just this wonderful, never having any problems kind of thing. Life's real, and and life can be really hard sometimes, really difficult. But I know that through Christ that I can do all things because he gives me strength. And so that really is kind of the summation of this, this whole series is 
is is leaning into God. You know, I call this the nine golden values to live by. And it's it's been a, a long journey here of quite a few weeks. And and I thank you so much, especially for those of you who started at the beginning and have listened all the way through now to the to this last um, one of the of the series of this series. Thank you so much. But that I really hope that's that's what you've gotten from it. That you can see that with God, all things really are possible. That there is no challenge; it's too great. That even if you if if you fall down flat on your face, that God is there to help you get back up and keep going another day. Just one more day, just one more step, just day after day, day in day out. That that you can lean into Him, and I hope that's what you've gotten through this. That at the center of all this, you know the the reason why you know the foundation of this of this framework, that bottom leg of the pier, of the of the triangle, if you would, is God. Because you know when we when we build our foundation on God, then then we can win. Because at at the end of the day, when when we lay our burdens down and it's time to to pass from this life into heaven, let's face it, guys, that's it. I mean, God. I mean, He is He is it. He is everything. And so I hope this has encouraged you. So if you, as I often say, if if this is something that's encouraged you, I encourage you to share it. Share it with others. Um, we, that's what we want to do with this podcast is encourage, uh, other men to be exceptional, uh, husbands, men and, and fathers. And we, we don't want to just be average or, or, uh, mediocre, but we want to be exceptional in all that we do. Uh, first and foremost, give glory to God, but then also to just be a blessing to those around us as well. So I hope this has encouraged you, like I said, pass it on to others if, if it has, and I encourage you to go ahead and, and uh, give me a like and, and a comment on, on whatever uh, platform you listen to this on and and once again it's not to pat me on the back but it just really helps with with getting the word out there and so thank you so much for taking the time and listening to this podcast i know you're i know you're busy i know you've got a million things to get done every day so i thank you and, and i'm honored and blessed that you have taken time out of your day to listen to this and plug into this and we will catch you next time on the exceptional husband podcast have a great day Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening. And remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.